Slow talkers Dan and Chan, portion size, and our panel of experts. It's Kwame and Company on 91.5 and 102.7 The Word. Well, this is uh, Kwame Company podcast number 22. And uh, last time we, we talked, it didn't get recorded. And I said, they said we'd never get past 20 or 21. Or right. Now we're on 22. Well, they were almost right there. Yeah. Almost I, didn't happen. I would have given you a blank sound file to post. I, I think if we would have gotten to the end and none of it had recorded, I don't think I would have redone it. Sorry, but yeah. too bad. Okay. Podcast 22 gone. is just sort of, <laughs> and now for gone. a half and hour then, of reflection. And, <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Uh, we caught it early, though, so. Yeah, not early enough. but no. Okay. But now we get to talk about Grandparents Day Grandparents again. Day, which, <laughs> which was September 10th. And your grandkids? One of my grandkids of actually them? texted me and said, Happy Grandparents Day. Well, what That's a how nice I knew kid. it was Grandparents Day. Yeah, I'm choosing to believe the other ones just didn't know. Not that they don't like me as they're, much as he does, but he's kind of a, a brown noser. So he oh, wow. It's okay. <laughs> he's made a career out of this. Yeah, huh? he's 14. So, okay. you know, Got he's at that more. age socially aware uh-huh yes all right we have some quotes from some radio people about uh what they're called as grandparents oh cool here's ron hutchcraft uh he does the program a word with you and we know ron he's oh, yeah. started uh on eagle's wings right and uh, well anyway ron says my oldest grandchildren have always called me dada ron Shortened from Granddad Ron. It doesn't sound like that, but I get, I see that that is a shortening of that. And when a kid's when a little kid says Granddad, Granddad it probably sounds a lot like okay. Dada. So. Now he's got other grandchildren, younger ones who are partly Native American, and in the Navajo uh, language, Nali is short for Shinali the Native American name for grandfather. Cool. That's nice to know. Mm-hmm. Shinali. I may be saying it wrong, but it's not too many ways to say that. Uh, so my grandchildren have used these blended names since they were young. Nali Ma for my wife and Nali Pa for me. Cool. I like that. That's awesome. And Ron closes this little uh, paragraph by saying, I'm pretty sure I'm the only Nali Pa in the world. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably right, Ron. Uh, most likely. I wouldn't mind uh, getting my grandkids going on something like that. Something. See, I, 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 we are grandma and grandpa to uh, the two, three, and four, my daughter's kids. The youngest ones, yeah. Mm-hmm. But the other grandparents are called Opa. Opa? He's called Opa. It's, they're German. Oh, oh, yeah. I, so yeah. they're Opa and Oma. Opa and Oma. Mm-hmm. I've heard other people with that uh, shortened name. Yep. Uh, there's some Norwegian ones that uh, the, the other uh, uh, grandparents have claimed in our you know, wild bunch. Yes. Uh, and uh, Val is just kicking herself that she didn't get there first. Oh, or no. some of them. I can't remember what it was <laughs> now. It's one of those Norwegian grandpa, grandma names. But you don't know what it is? I can't remember what it is. Oh, well. Gonna have to research some. Oh, she's gonna research. Okay. Yeah. Uh, here's uh, here's <laughs> another quote from from a broadcaster on being a grandparent, Brad Mattis, who's uh, 
uh, pro-lifer. He's got the Life Issues Program. Mm -hmm. We insist that the word grand remains in grandpa and grandma, what we're called, because we've earned it. Okay. <laughs> Very good. Uh, oh, and I, I missed this the first time around uh, on the uh, <laughs> podcast 22A that didn't turn <laughs> didn't into record. anything. Yeah. Uh, this month it says here, Saturday, September, or Sunday, September 10th, marks Grandparents' Day, a celebration of the bond between parents and or grandparents and grandchildren. Believe it or not, they have an official theme that's based on scriptures this year for Grandparents' oh. Day. I don't know who they is, but whoever's in charge of Grandparents Day. <laughs> uh, take, probably not Hallmark. Probably not, yeah. if they've got a Bible verse here. Yeah. But Luke one fifteen, his mercy is from age to age. Oh, That's a nice theme for Grandparents yeah. Day. Is the Norwegian name for Grandma, was it Bestamore? Besta, just shortened Besta? for Besta. Okay. Yeah, one of the other. Because it's Bestafor and Bestafar, or grandfather grandfather and mother mm -hmm. okay i think i don't know somehow they shortened it to best but uh yeah so you're the best and now she's like i'm not the best yeah i wanted that one <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> okay well That's you're awesome. not getting that one val unless you get another well, we still have hope we still have two unmarried guys are getting a little long in tooth but you know stranger things have happened I call them the, the bachelor farmers, but they're not farmers, but it's... She could switch it to this. This is the okay. Viking word for oh, grandma. Let's see what that... Ama. Ama. Mm-hmm. Scandinav okay. Scandinavian roots, Viking. And that would be, sounds like grandma. something that uh, a kid couldn't pronounce grandma and just turned it into ama. Yeah, but some cool thing okay. meaning behind that. Can you message that to Val? Yeah, okay. I will. Okay. All right, <laughs> Uh, we'll have more grandparents stuff from the mystery letter I got in the mail. But uh, right now we um, we have an interview with a, a lady who is uh, kind of a different combination. She's a political consultant. Actually, she's run for Congress herself. And she's also written a Bible study curriculum, mm. in this case, on the, uh, uh, the character Nehemiah. So uh, roll the reel in there, Rollo. 91.5 and 102.7 The Word. This is Kwame and Company, and we're uh, we're glad to have Bunny Pounds with us, a Bible teacher and former political consultant here on 91.5 and 102.7. Welcome, Buddy. It's great to be with you, Phil. Thank you for having me. Oh, we'd lo love to talk about Nehemiah. Now, you, you've, you've written this in-depth eight-hour Bible study curriculum about Nehemiah, uh, how to rebuild the walls of a nation. Before we jump into that, uh, tell us about, you've got a political background, don't you? I do. I've served in politics and government for over 16 years, running congressional members' campaigns, um, helping you know people at all levels of government, city, county, state, and federal. Um, and then in 2018, I ran for Congress myself, almost winning a congressional seat uh, in, on the Hill and, and thank God I didn't have to go to the Hill and I now get to serve the body of Christ, uh, nationally through a ministry called Christians Engaged, where we empower, uh, people of faith to impact their community and their nation through prayer, voting and engagement. So was that a pivot for you from politics to at this point now you, with, uh, with writing biblical curriculum? Well, I've always uh, co-pastored with my husband, so we kind of were bivocational, and then I had a government career that paid the bills, but we did ministry for years, leading worship, writing Bible studies, 
uh, pastoring people. Okay. So completely not a, a complete pivot, but it's been awesome to be full-time in ministry and to help bring what God's given me to the body of Christ at large right now. Well, well if you're just joining us, Bunny Pounds is with us, and we're talking about her, her curriculum, a Bible study curriculum on Nehemiah, who lived, uh, what, 400-plus years before the time of Jesus when Israel was was exiled, and he was grieving for the broken-down walls of Jerusalem. Is that where you start with your curriculum? We kind of start even before that. The idea that there's a leadership crisis in our nation, um, that Ezra came back to Jerusalem with a remnant and started reading the Word of God, reading the law of the Lord, reminding the people of who they were. And then, yes, Nehemiah was a cupbearer. He was a, a public servant serving before the king and the queen there in a foreign land. And he heard that the walls of Jerusalem were broken down, that the enemies were able to come in and take advantage of the people of God. And he was extremely burdened for that. That led him to prayer and fasting and then really laying down his life to say, you know what, God, if you can use me, and use my resources and my relationships, uh, I would be willing to lead and help. And the king empowered him not only with his favor to go back, uh, but with um, papers to go through the lands that he needed to cross and the resources he needed to do to, to get the job done. Buddy Pounds is our guest, Bible teacher and former political consultant uh, with us this morning on Kwame and Company. And we're going to take a little break here, but if you'd like information, I see your website is christiansengaged.org, christiansengaged.org. Is that where you get information or, or order the, uh, uh, the uh, curriculum as well? Yes, just go to our classes page, and the Nehemiah is the newest class, and we have a spring promo code for $5 off as well. You can just put in spring. Okay, excellent. We'll be back with Bunny. This is Kwame and Company on The Word. Walleye Dan, The Stack of Stuff, A Morning Prayer, and Swirl Master 2000, all on Kwame and Company. This is Kwame and Company podcast number 022, pod 22. And I preserved the mystery letter I got, and it was uh, late last month. This came. And it's got my name on a, from a computer printout address. They really wanted to, you to not know who sent this. Oh, you, you don't want the person to come forward? No, I. they didn't want you to. Oh, right. They didn't want, yeah. Yeah, they, they were disguising they it pretty well. pains. Yes. To make it <laughs> anonymous. The only clue I have is that it's postmark Fargo. Fargo. Mm-hmm. On August 17th. So let's open it again. And then it... It also looks like it's done on an old dot matrix paint printer, which is another kind of a clue, I guess. How children perceive their grandparents. That's this this whole thing here. And we've done some of these here. But uh, uh, here's the fifth one on the list. My grandson was visiting one day when he asked, Grandma, do you know how you and God are alike? Grandma said she mentally polished her halo and then said, no, how are we alike? <laughs> and the kid said, you're both old. <laughs> okay. That didn't go how she mm, wanted no, it to go. No, thinking that wasn't the way she thought that was going to go. Uh, when my grandson Billy 
entered our vacation cabin. Sounds like something we could happen have happened here. Our house is a vacation cabin, but anyway, when my <laughs> For grandson, else. yeah, when my grandson Billy entered our vacation cabin, we kept the lights off until we were inside to keep from attract, attracting pesky insects. Mm, yeah, moths are the worst. You get the door shut before you turn mm-hmm. the lights on. So I yes. get that. Still, a few fireflies followed us in. Noticing them before I did, Billy whispered. It's no use, Grandpa. Now the mosquitoes are coming after us with flashlights. <laughs> okay. oh, cute. Yeah, that's that's cute. Hear that little beep in the background? Yeah, don't don't mind that. If you're listening no to the attention. podcast, there isn't an isn't an emergency. It's an emergency test, and we're just it's next to the equipment. Yeah, yes, thing there yeah. beeping. Okay, shall we do one more of these here, and then we'll save them for later? Uh huh. Uh, when my grandson asked me how old I was, I teasingly answered, I'm not sure. <laughs> that sounds like a, that's a grandpa joke if there ever yeah. was. Like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> and he says, uh, just look in your underwear, grandpa. Mine says I'm four to six. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's and, awesome. and this grandpa says, wow, I really like this one. It says I'm only 38. 30, yeah, I was going to yeah, say 36, 38, somewhere in there. Uh, okay. That's funny. So, very good. No matter what it said, it still wouldn't be probably as old as he is. Right. Yeah. You know, not too many, 96 or something. But. Right. Okay. So how children perceive their grandparents. I like that. Uh, this is uh, Kwame and Company podcast number 22. Let's go back to that uh, interview about Nehemiah. 91.5 and 102.7. The word. This is Kwame and Company. We've got Bunny Pounds with us, a Bible teacher, a former political consultant, and she's been writing a, a biblical curriculum about uh, Nehemiah. And uh, Bunny, welcome back. A lot of people, you know, after one uh, segment, they say, well, nuts to this. I'm not doing this again. But you hung around, so thank you. <laughs> well, it's great to be with you. And I just know that God wants to empower the body of Christ right now. Um, the church is the answer, Phil, for all of our nation's woes mm. right now. Yeah. So so are there lessons to be learned from a cupbearer 2,500 years ago? Absolutely. This man demonstrated leadership like very few uh, people in the Word of God. And I I love to look at, we go through the chronological study of the book. Um, It's not a very long book, just a few chapters, um, but we go through the chronological study of it, but also we go through leadership qualities of Nehemiah. If you want a leadership development course that can really propel you in your business, in your church ministry, in government, um, wherever you serve, um, this is a great model. And Nehemiah models prayer. He models favor. He models mobilization, being a gatherer, being a revivalist, um, really being persistent, being blessed. I mean, the man just models leadership for all of us. Yeah, it was really much more than just the actual construction of the wall, but also the the planning and even dealing with political opposition during the time of building. Yeah, he strategically said, you know what, we're going to put people from every family and community on this wall. They repaired the walls of Jerusalem in 52 days, Phil, 52 days. Can you imagine walking into a city that no one knew you and pulling them all together and saying, we're going to get this done together. And how he did that was saying, I don't want you to look at the full project. I want you to look at your space, your community, your place on the wall. 
And if we as Americans would do that, we would take ownership of our neighborhood, our church community, our city council, um, and stop looking to Washington, D.C. for all the answers. We could absolutely rebuild uh, this nation one place at a time. They've been awarded the most talented radio morning crew in America for three years in a row. But we couldn't afford them. So we have Kwame and Company on 91.5 and 102.7 The Word. One of my favorite bumps here. <laughs> yeah, me too. Thank <laughs> you for that one, Rick. Had us go in there for a while. Yeah, it cracks me up every time. I'm like, <laughs> who would have voted us that? Yeah, they didn't. Nobody. Yeah, nobody. Yeah. All right. Uh, so uh, here we've got the stuff that happens at work. Stuff that happens at work. And it could be different kinds of work. I mean, uh, you know, and these come to us from all over the place. This one actually from the New York Times, which is, uh, you know, pretty highfalutin stuff that happens at work. It comes from Stephen Scharf in the New York Times. He says, I was walking near New York's Wall Street and popped into a deli. Stephen says, I ordered a sandwich and chatted with the owner. I asked whether being in the financial district ever led to his getting valuable tips from his informed customers. Ooh. Mm. Okay. The deli guy paused his sandwich making and said, every day those brokers come in here, they get their bagels, their sandwiches, their donuts, their coffee, and he pointed to the door, and every day they're out there on the sidewalk pushing and shoving on a door that's clearly marked <laughs> so sounds like he wasn't real confident in their advice mm-hmm. when you see experts in different circumstance sometimes it's revealing yes yeah it certainly would be with us radio people there's a there's a gas station around here that the handle on the door it's instead of a bar yeah to open that because usually if you if it's a push it's like a, a bar crosswise that horizontal bar yeah when you see a handle, that usually means pull. pull it out. Yeah, this one is not that way. I've been at that one. Yeah. And I've done the wrong thing uh-huh. almost every the, single time. Let's <laughs> just did it the other day. I was like, every time. Because you don't, it, it's wrong. Yeah. It, it's the wrong yeah. handle. Yeah. So you should ask that person in there, standing there, yeah. you know, uh, <laughs> selling things. Right. People usually uh, just walk in or they... Run into the store. Right. <laughs> uh, this one comes from Sarah in Keezer, Oregon. Keezer, K-E-I-Z-E-R. Could be Kaiser, but I'm going with Keezer because it sounds more like geezer, which is what I am. Uh, <laughs> let's see. On the first day of school, I asked each of my kids in the first grade class to say what they wanted to be when they grew up. You remember this one? I do not. Really? Okay. Yeah, I, I remember you- what I remember saying that. I remember what I said in first grade. Well, what did you say? Uh, nurse. Nurse. That would be a good goal. I think I may even said teacher at some point okay. in first grade. All right. Well, so, nurse or teacher. This boy didn't say that. He said artist. And the teacher was, oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> the artist sounds like, uh, uh, what was that? Uh, Julia, Julia Child. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, that's wonderful. Uh, <laughs> what kind of artist? And the kid said, Con. <laughs> that took it a whole different direction. You, yeah. She wasn't thinking that at all. Uh, jailbait. Yeah. He'll be a jailbird. Okay, this Jail. one comes from when it was, before Whatever. it was X. It was a Twitter. 
What? I'm going through things in my head. I'm you like, no, that wasn't the word. That jail bait, like, jail bird. Yeah, yeah, he'll be in jail. That's where he'll end up. Con artist. Yeah. yeah, that's where mm-hmm. they end up. Yeah, sorry. That's that was okay. the whole conversation we in my head it. using no, the wrong okay. words. We just kept going over there. <laughs> <laughs> Little Bird at Lemon Mombly says, uh, my 12-year-old cousin asked my boyfriend, a teacher, how do you sleep at night knowing that you've given kids homework? How do you sleep, sleep at, at night? night? That's the worst thing she can think of. Like it's homework. Yeah. You should not be able to rest. You just, just right. feel so awful. You yeah, that's despicable person. <laughs> giving kids homework and then going home and just having supper and going to bed and yeah. while we're doing homework. Right. How how do you, how do you right? How do you rectify that in your head? Right. That's terrible. <laughs> okay, teachers, go ahead, assign more homework. We parents mm-hmm. love that. Unless it's projects like that they mm. don't tell you about until the day before you need to go to Walmart at 2 a.m. to buy popsicle sticks to make a a, a stockade from the 1600s <laughs> or some crazy thing. You never know. Okay, well, uh, back to uh, Nehemiah. Uh, this has been interesting. A, a political consultant who's also a Bible study author on the book of Nehemiah. Bundy Pounds is with us. We're talking about her study uh, on Nehemiah. And this is, uh, it says, an eight-hour Bible study curriculum. Eight hours, meaning is this uh, is this on video or is it a, a combination video and written or how is it formatted? Yeah, it's, it's 16 on-demand videos. Um, they're 30 minutes long. And so you can download the video and you have full PDF notes. With discussion questions, you can lead a small group in your church with it or in a home group, or you can do it by yourself or with your family. It's great for parents that are homeschooling their kids or really wanting to teach their kids leadership and also a book of the Bible. And and if if, if somebody's just uh, blipping out and they want to know, oh boy, how do I get this? It's at your website, right? Yeah, Christians Engaged with a D, ChristiansEngaged.org. Um, and go to the classes page, and it's our newest class. You can check out all of our curriculum, but we also teach people civics as well. But um, this is our newest class, and we're super excited about it. I used to teach congressional staffers this class. Really? Ago, and, and it's been great to see it developed for the full body of Christ. Well, that and that brings up, uh, you know, really these qualities of leadership, like you've been already saying in, in Nehemiah, are applicable to uh, just so many circumstances, whether it be spiritual leadership positions or business leadership or political leadership. Exactly. I believe that God is calling us to a new level of leadership. You know, we're dealing with a nation with um, only one in four American children have fathers right now in the home. We have a crisis in ministry. We're seeing, you know, major pastors and ministry leaders fall to sexual immorality. Uh, we're seeing government officials uh, falling and, and getting lost with uh, ethics charges and different things. We have to rise up and we have to be different. And the only way that we're going to impact the country and change this nation is for one heart, one life at a time to say, I will be the change. And that starts with modeling what biblical leadership should look like. The title of the study again is Nehemiah, How to Rebuild the Walls of a Nation. And this uh, curriculum is available. And you, you said there was a, uh, a keyword to, to type into the, the form there and, and even get a discount, huh? 
Exactly. The curriculum is only $29 for all 16 videos and everything we offer. Um, but yes, we have a promo call code. It's just put in spring. Hey, it's beautiful. It's spring and you'll get $5 even off for listening to this radio show today. Fantastic. Well, uh, thank you so much for joining us. I'd love to do this again sometime, Bunny. And, and uh, tell us again the, uh, the website where people can get in touch with you. ChristiansEngage.org christiansengage.org and also check out our voter mobilization system. You can take the pledge to pray, vote, and engage, and we'll remind you about every election in the nation. Excellent. All right. Bunny, you're a hoot. Thank you for for, uh, joining us today. Thank you so much. What an honor, sir. Well, we're running out of time here. Oh, I don't know. On a podcast, it's not so much running out of time. We're just ready to quit, I think. Well, we're done. There's no, Nothing worked for today. Radio is like it's got to be 26 and a half minutes long or mm-hmm. whatever. Or eight, yeah. 8.3 seconds, whatever. Right. Podcast. Uh, talk about what you want, and then you're done. And we're done. And we're done. Next time, <laughs> which is podcast number 23, they said we'd never get out of 22. Well, we're proving them wrong. Um, social activator. My friend Jared being a social activator. We've got some uh, bottom-of-the-column news and humor in uniform, along with uh, other stuff on Kwame and Company podcast number 22, 23 next time. See you guys.